All right. Episode 7 of The Drunken Idiot. You've made it pretty far, you guys. Uh, I haven't been the most consistent about uploading. I've had some technical issues. Broke a phone already. Uh, <laughs> uh, but seems like we've get, we're getting things sorted out. Kind of getting into the groove of this. And uh, I would... I, I said it before, but I want to say it again, you know. I, I'm making this podcast for me to have fun and vent and whatnot. But it's also for other people who kind of need it. There's some people who just want a distraction... And this isn't anything crazy. This isn't me, you know, being a philosophizer of great wisdom. You know, uh, it's just me, you know, sharing some stories that are fun and completely different than what we've been hearing a lot on social media lately. So I want to take this time to ask you guys, you know, again, what do you guys want to hear? What story, what kind of stories you want to hear? I got stories of all of all types, you know, shapes and sizes, <laughs> of consistencies and textures. Whatever you want to hear, I probably have a story about it. Or I know someone who has a story about it. So just let me know and we'll get we'll get to it. So um, another thing I want to ask is, is there any certain beers that you guys like that I should be trying? Because I'm a giant IPA fan. I am a little bit of a hipster when it comes to beers. I live in the Pacific Northwest. So we got microbrews out the ass out here and uh and whatnot so i love beer obviously and then you guys know you heard a little bit about my faderade story so you know i like uh i like vodka you know i love vodka of all types uh i do i do drink some bourbon a little bit of whiskey you know if the the time is right or if someone has a good kind like my brother brandon has this banging japanese whiskey uh or was it German? No, was, I think it was Japanese. It was Lagavulin. It was real smoky. It was kind of nice. But I want to, you know, some you know recommendations from you guys. You know, I also like to make some mixed drinks. So if you have any recommendations or if you would like some recommendations, I can always uh, give some to you guys. I uh, I know I made a drink for a couple of my buddies uh, a couple of years ago called the Bull. Uh, it's called a Bullfrog, and. Uh, I know they they were a fan of a uh, fan of it. I learned it from some of my boys back in the Marine Corps, and we used to smash it all the time. So, yeah, just let me know, and I'd be happy to try it, try it out, and record a episode with a, a specific guest. Even if you can, if you want to request a guest, uh, I do my best to get them on. I don't have a lot of influence, so I'm not getting Vin Diesel on here. You know, no Tom Cruises. <laughs> jay-z ain't hitting me up so <laughs> you know but i can do my best you know um so yeah just let me know and i'll be happy to hear from you um and if you don't want to let me know you can go fuck yourself <laughs> but yeah so uh this week's episode of the podcast is gonna be a little more wholesome a little more uh family friendly again <laughs> um it's just a couple times about playing a couple, you know, drinking games, fun drinking games. Uh, there are some people who love, like, I'm one of the people who, when I'm drinking, I don't like to just drink to drink. I like to drink and socialize and have some fun because otherwise it's just kind of fucking sad if you're just drinking <laughs> by yourself. And I've been there, so I get it. But, you know, I'm, I'm more of a person who likes to have fun when I'm drinking. So, you know, it, I... I don't care for shuffleboard. You can go fuck yourself if you like shuffleboard. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, real games, you know, like, uh, you know, some King's Cup or something. Every once in a while is fun. Uh, 
but the story in particular that I'm going to tell is two different two different times that I've done this and I really enjoyed it. It's is a game that you should take a day. It it does, you know, you're going to have to plan a couple hours of 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 a weekend. You know, I wouldn't suggest doing this during the week unless you're an animal. Um but playing some Edward 40 hands. And if you are unaware of what Edward 40 hands is, is you go and you go to the store, convenience store probably, uh, and you go get two bottles of Old English. And everyone you are going to play this game with needs two bottles of Old English. If you're a little bitch, you can't... I'm sorry. If you're a person who doesn't like Old English <laughs> or can't stomach it, um, you can get other bottles... I don't know, you know, Bud Light or something in a 40. Uh, but you're going to need two of them. You're also going to need some duct tape. And the premise of this game is all of you and your buddies uh, take two 40s. You open them. Or I would, you need a person who isn't doing this to play the game. So you take the duct tape, duct tape the 40s to your hand um, so, that it, so that you can... Uh, so they, they're not going to fall, right? Uh, and then you need to have someone open them for you. And on the count of three, you all proceed to race to drink them. Now, remember, if you throw up or spill it, you lose, all right? And you're a little bitch. And you're still stuck with 40s on your hands, right? So <laughs> uh, you guys race. And it, sometimes, you know, this game can go quick. But you, I don't think you realize how much 80 ounces of beer is. And Old English doesn't taste the greatest uh, to some people. To me, it's like fucking nectar of the gods. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you're you're gonna race, right? And you know this may take an hour, may take two hours. Eventually, these beers might get warm for some people. But the key is to dress for the competition. And this may seem, you know, a little weird to think about. Like, why would I dress to play a drinking game? Well. Think about 80 ounces of beer running through your body. What do you think you're going to have to do? You're going to have to piss. Do you think it's easy to take a piss with 240 strapped to your hands with duct tape? No, no, it is not. Unless you come prepared. So I would suggest basketball shorts to play this game. That way you can easily go to the bathroom and kind of, you know, whip it out if you're a guy. If you're a girl, it's probably relatively easy to not miss the toilet. Um... But that being said, wiping probably isn't the greatest with no hands. <laughs> so, uh, the like I said, the premise of the game is to finish your 40s. And the reason, it, you know, the, the, the rules are pretty straightforward. The game is pretty straightforward. But what comes of the stories from these games are what really inspire me <laughs> in life. Because you'll see great moments of friendship when, you know, say you drop a chip into your lap. And you can't eat it because you were just kind of shoveling them into your face like a cow because yet you didn't have hands. And someone helps you eat chips. You know, those kind of moments are really, are really powerful, really beautiful to me. <laughs> and uh, so this story is kind of like uh, just two different times I played this game with Marine friends, right? One time in uh, Japan and one time in California. The time in Japan... Everyone took it pretty seriously. I remember we were all chugging as fast as we could. I believe I got second place, but I might have thrown up, so I think I got disqualified. 
uh, I had some serious alcoholic friends in Japan, and I, <laughs> they could fucking throw beers down. So I wasn't winning that one. In California, also, I had some alcoholic friends, but chugging wasn't their specialty, right? They were more of the all-night partiers. They could drink from dusk till dawn. And uh, I, I remember winning in California, and, you know, we're all in our – we had a little beer area, the beer garden, as we called it, a bunch of tables and uh, chairs out under a patio, eh, probably like 10 tables or something like that. And uh, I remember we're all sitting out there, and people are barbecuing, and, you know, this is in California. And, you know, everyone playing this kind of game, it brings you all together a little bit. And I think we need a little bit more of that. So if you have a free weekend and, you know, you have a significant other or just a couple close friends, go ahead and try this game, you know, order, you know, get some Ubers order, pre-ordered or something, you know, get your ride situated beforehand. But, you know... Play this game with your friends and tell me, you know, I want to hear your stories about what happens, you know. Most of mine are pretty, pretty chill and relaxed. Uh, nothing really crazy happened from afterwards, after the game, a little bit of crazy things can happen. But during it, it's, uh, it's relatively fun. And so it was just a little fun game I thought I would share with you if you hadn't heard of it. Edward Forty Hands, obviously a play on Edward Scissorhands if you're that dense and you didn't get it, get it to begin with. Um, but yeah, so there's a fun game right there for you to play. Uh, I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. Uh, I've actually been thinking about playing it. Sorry, put out a cigarette. Uh, I've been thinking about playing it with my friends, uh, cause not a lot of them drink like that, but I know a couple of people who would be hella down to play this game. And, uh, I'm even thinking about maybe doing like a Skype, a group Skype call or something. And uh, getting a bunch of people to try this. And win or lose, it is what it is. If you cheat, that's on you. You know, I I won't think less of you. One of my brothers is a notorious uh, cheater at board games. Brandon, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, hey, if you cheat, you cheat. It's all good. I'm not going to fucking get upset. It is what it is. That's on you. Uh, but... Like I said, uh, that'd be something fun to do, I think, in the future. You know, I'm super interested in doing that. So let me know if, you, if you're down to get, uh, get down on that. I don't, I don't care if you're my friend, you're not my friend, you're just a heavy drinker, or you just want to fucking chill and have a good time with a bunch of people. Uh, just let me know. We'll try to figure something out. But that's one game. I like to play Japan. Uh, I don't think, I think afterwards we played, we started throwing red horses out the fourth story window into the garbage can for like a couple hours. Uh, after we played that, so not not you know it <laughs> that get, it can lead to some crazy moments, but it's relative. It, it like I I'm not trying to talk this game up, something crazy, but it is fun to play. So if you have any game drinking games that, that you like to play that are kind of unorthodox, let me know. That'd be uh, I'm always down to try them. Uh, hold up, I can take a uh, sip of my beer if you're drinking. Cheers. But yeah, so just uh just a fun little game. Uh ah, episode 7. We've come a little ways. And uh I don't really know what to say. I'm a little, you know, I'm excited to see where this goes and where this is headed. And uh I just thought another fun story. So I guess I'll just share it with you. So I don't know what what made me think of this. So it I'm in California. Uh I'm hanging out with my friend uh, Michael and my friend Tom. Tom is one of 
the smartest dumb people I've ever met in my life. He can, he, he's super, he can solve almost any problem. Like doesn't get frustrated very easily and, you know, can, can figure things out crazy. Like sometimes when he thinks he thought he, he would think of a solution I would be like, how the fuck did you think of that? Like, no, we had 30 people here trying to figure out this problem. And the person who can't spell that well is the one (laughs) or write (laughs) is the one who solved the problem. You know, if you've ever seen him message you or uh, you've seen him, you know, write out a text. It's hilarious because he could spell stuff wrong and talk to text. Uh, It's a skill, really. And then my buddy Michael is just a savage, bro. This guy, day one, uh, all three of us went to through uh, Marine Corps training together for our jobs. Uh, and I, I've known them for a long time. Uh, they've both been really good guys uh, during the entire time I've known them. Uh, both have been known to throw down the, the bruise. I think Tom is the one who got me into liking, like, Bud Heavy. Uh, we call it, you know, some some diesel fuel uh, for some people. And then Michael's just always a good time. Always just been super helpful. Uh, good guy. Uh, I remember I came back from California and I didn't even have any work. Like, I didn't know anyone on on the base. I didn't, like, no one. I didn't, hadn't, like, I'm not going to, I didn't think I was going to see anyone I knew, right? And then I opened my door and directly across from me, one door over, is this dude Michael Bookout, a guy I hadn't seen in like two years and some change, and he just so accommodating, giving me rides places I needed, you know, giving me numbers of people who I should, you know, that that were our friends back in the day, and really just hooking it up. So shout out to those to those two real quick, Tom, Michael, love you guys, you you the man. But this story is a real quick story about us taking a trip down to San Diego to the gas. Was it gas lamp district or something like that? I don't gaslight district. I don't remember the name. It's pretty fucked up. I don't really fuck with California that much. But uh, so me and Tom, we drive our Harleys down or we ride our Harleys down. Book out, book out follows us in a Jeep and in his Jeep. And, you know, the whole time we're down there, me and Tom are driving like riding like assholes, setting off car alarms. Book out would be in front of us uh, at stop signs and we're hitting his Jeep. A bumper with our Harleys, like bumping him the whole time. He did it to us a couple times. It was pretty fun. And uh, so we we go out and we go to this nicer bar and we get, well, I'm pretty sure we all get drunk, but I get shit housed, right? I remember we we seen some guy with like a chive shirt, you know, keep calm, chive on if you if you know what that's about. We freaked out. We took a picture with him. It was a good time. But I remember. Everyone's saying they were going to leave, and I'm like, yeah, 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 no big deal. Just, I had the address, uh, I'll make it back, right? Well, my phone dies, everyone's gone, <laughs> I'm stuck in this bar, I, I'm in San Diego, like an hour away from the base, I, like, I don't know where my Harley is, I don't know where the hotel is that we're staying, I don't know anything, right? So, all, all I remember is, like, I leave the bar, it's like... Not because I wanted to leave, but they were closed. And uh, they kick, well, they, okay, so they, I don't leave the bar. They kick me out of the bar. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I'm like walking down the street. Some guy is talking about his rap music video or CD or something. I remember I bought a CD and he's like wanting $5 for it. I think I gave him like $40 for it. Like 
I just like, ah, oh, man, follow your dreams. And I gave him $40. He's like, ah, oh, thanks, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I had the CD for a long time. Garbage. Horrible music. Hey, I hope you're doing good now. But shit, your music sucked ass. <laughs> um, I got, I, I remember, like, I, I got a taxi, I think. And I was so drunk, I was trying to go get a tattoo. I pulled out a bunch of money, I remember, uh, to try to get a tattoo this night, like, on a whim. Obviously, no one's going to tattoo me at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. and Nothing's open. Um, I remember this taxi driver just driving me around wherever he wanted, obviously jacking up the fare. Uh, not anywhere I wanted to go. He was just taking me around a place. I remember I said, "Go get us. let's go get food. I think I bought him, him food and myself food. Actually, I don't even remember eating. I think he ate my food. I can't be con- I can't confirm that because I remember waking up in the morning fucking starving. But anyway, we drive around for probably like an hour and a half in like a tiny little area. We eventually find my hotel room or hotel. I don't know how. I remember just throwing a wad of cash at this dude, uh, going to the hotel room, banging on the door, and Michael opens the door. Me and Michael are sharing a room. I don't remember if we had two beds or one bed. I just remember he's just in his chonies, right? Just basically naked. And I'll, he might have been naked, actually, now that I think about it. Anyway, n- just him chilling, sleeping, right? P- all pissed off that I'm banging on the door. He's just all mad at me. <laughs> we wake up in the morning. You know, I lay down. I don't remember if I slept on the bed. I might have slept on the floor. Probably threw up in the bathroom a bunch. Anyway, uh, we wake up in the morning. We uh, He's not talking to me. He's all pissed off at me for banging on the door. <laughs> uh, we meet up with Tom. Uh, we drive to like a Denny's or something. And I, I, I shit you not, I probably drank. I didn't eat barely any of my hash brown, any of the food I got. But I drank probably like seven Pepsis that morning. I, I don't know why. I was so dehydrated. I thought the Pepsi was going to rehydrate me. Fail. Didn't happen. And... <laughs> on our way back, I'm probably still a little drunk. I'm not going to lie to you. I probably shouldn't have been riding my Harley. But, you know, we're trying to get back to the base. And Tom is f- Tom likes to ride a little fast. You know, we were going with the flow of traffic, I would say. Uh, maybe, I wouldn't say we we're, like, we were speeding, but everyone was speeding. So, but Tom's bike, my bike together, Bookout following us, pretty loud. Bookout said that he's seen the cop come off off the or onto the on ramp and just like immediately throw on his lights uh for me and tom tom pulls over and the cops behind us i do not i just keep going because i didn't know if it was for me the cop started turning turning or pulling over to the side with tom pulled over i felt super bad tom got it gets a ticket for speeding and his and his exhaust being too loud or something again fuck you california you guys fucking suck um uh, I don't meet up with Bookout and them until I get to right before I get to the base, and Tom's all salty. They tell me what happens. It sucks. We still go to Tom's house, have a good time afterwards. So, uh, it was just a quick story about a time where I kind of I kind of wasn't a good guy. <laughs> I uh, dished my boys <laughs> a little bit, but I definitely shouldn't have take like shouldn't have talked to a cop. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, at that time, but. You know, nothing against cops. If you hate cops, you you know, it, that's your choice. If you don't, that's your choice. It is what it is, right? So, uh, but if you hate California, I'm all about it. Fuck you, California. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, I'll leave it on that note. Uh, fuck California, episode seven, uh, The Drunken Idiot. You take it sleazy. <laughs>